This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I think it's the shift when you stop thinking about your photography as photography and you start thinking about it as art. I think that's where you become more confident, I think, in what you're doing. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest this week on the Portrait System podcast is Carolina Skodik. Carolina is an incredible photographer who's highly awarded and has even gotten first place in several categories for the Portrait Masters Awards and Accreditation. The mind-blowing thing is that most of her portraits are taken in her very small living room or bedroom. Another amazing thing is that Carolina lives in Wales, but makes most of her living from a gallery in Poland who sells her work for her. Carolina tells us all about how she makes this happen and about the process of how she creates her portraits. Okay, let's get started with the very talented Carolina Skodik. Hi, Carolina. Welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? I am amazing. I'm amazing. How are you? I'm well. I'm so glad to have you on. This is going to be awesome. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. (laughs) All right. So you are from Poland, but you don't live in Poland anymore. No, I do travel a lot. Like I'm, I've got plans to move partially back to Warsaw. I'm not from Warsaw, but I want to move there for a little bit. 
and see how it is. Okay. Uh, but I'm in Wales. Wales. And how long have you been in Wales? Oh, gosh. Uh, almost 18 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a, a long, long time. <laughs> how long ago did you start your business? I started in 2010. Okay. But it was more kind of like a event and wedding photography other than anything else, so I can keep afloat. Okay. And now now you are fine art. Yes. Yes. Okay. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I want to hear about your whole journey and everything, but what was that like moving to a new country where, you know, English isn't your first language, obviously, and starting a business? Because you weren't there too, too long before you started the business. Not really. Well, to be honest, my parents moved here, so at least I had that. Okay. The, the family support was always the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It was scary. I think I suffered what most immigrants suffer from, which is like lack of self-worth or self-value. And I didn't mm-hmm. think I speak English. I can't do this. Um, everyone's looking at me weird, weirdly and, and things like that. But um, I think it took me like two years to realize nobody really cares as long as they understand me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was like, uh, two years after I've moved, I thought, well, I'll, I'll just try with the business, like with the weddings and stuff, because that's where people are trying to be nice to you and they want nice pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is really interesting. It's not something that I've ever experienced. Like I've always lived in a country where English was is the language that's spoken and that's what I speak. And like someone who was speaking, who, you know, has an accent where English is not their first language. I've never, ever looked at someone as like, oh God, listen to them try to speak English. I've always looked at people with just, just so impressed with the fact that you're bilingual, you know, and that you're mm-hmm. just trying Whenever I travel to a Spanish-speaking country, I took Spanish in high school for three years. I know a little bit of Spanish, but I'm almost too embarrassed to even try. <laughs> you know, so when I, yeah. when people, yeah, I just, I just think it's so incredible. And I don't know, I just like want you to feel proud. Yeah, no, now I do. I kind of don't care. And if I make a mistake, I always make a joke of it. And it's like, oh, you know, it's this. Uh, but at the beginning, I guess it's... Um, a, it's in your head because nobody really cares. Yeah, and if they care, they are they are assholes, basically. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's I had many weird jobs at the beginning, and I remember one when a person in like a hotel asked me if I can read, like <laughs> at all. Can you read? And I'm like, which language do you want me to read? <laughs> right. You're like, yes, yeah. I can read three languages. How many can you read? Yeah, exactly. Because you know, like they that that's how they perceived uh people from abroad, I guess. Like mm, mm-hmm. you know, I came in with uh university degree and like with nice family and I just wanted to earn some cash for holidays. Uh, and yeah, mm-hmm. most people were like, "Oh, so she doesn't really speak, so I guess she's stupid or something." But again, yeah. I guess a lot of that is in in my head rather than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. One last thing on this, and it doesn't compare at all to anything mm-hmm. you've experienced, but I'm speaking in New Zealand in like eight days at ends at mm-hmm. ITP. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be probably the only American there. I'm going to be standing on stage in my like Midwestern, like nasally accent 
amongst all these like beautifully speaking Kiwis with their amazing oh. accent. And I want to be on the stage like me and my mom had a salad and with my <laughs> aunt, you know, <laughs> oh. like nervous. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah, no, I can I can relate. I had a speaking event a few weeks ago. And I was like, why did they even invite me? There's like just business women there talking about women in business. And then I was like, oh, that's why. That's why they invite me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to hear about that. What is this? Tell me about the speaking event. Uh, well, it was uh, an event in the gallery that I exhibit with. And they wanted to talk about like the importance of women in business, mm-hmm. like supporting how we can actively help other women to, to be mm-hmm. more engaged and like just uh, more proactive i guess and the second day was about how art bridges the gaps between like immigrants and and things like that so that was more of my area of expertise because i always laugh that i i'm not a businesswoman i'm just an artist (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i guess you have you need the both hats Mm -hmm. you do Well, okay, so I know, speaking of degrees, I know you had said you were you know, getting a, a degree before. You have a degree in fine art? Yeah, I'm kind of a master's degree ho- hoarder. <laughs> That's what people call me. Uh, you know, you've got the show in States called My Strange Addiction or something like this. So I guess <laughs> yeah. university is one of mine uh, because I've got three master's degrees and accidentally I'm doing the fourth one now. <laughs> um, accidentally, Carolina. Uh, no yes. Yeah. I've applied thinking it's going to be a PhD and it was like arts and mental health, oh. but they were like, Oh, it's actually a master's degree, but it was so interesting that I was like, oh, okay, well you're, you're paying me for to do the research. So I'll, I'll just do it. <laughs> wow. I feel like you're, you're a serial learner, which is an amazing yeah. thing to be. Yeah. That's all. It's again, it's the ADHD brain. If I just get focused on something, uh, and after that, I'll, I'll just be like, "Oh, I'm, it's boring anymore. I, I don't want to do it." <laughs> yeah. A lot of times when I interview people and they have some sort of art or photography degree, they say they came out of it not knowing how to run a business, and oftentimes they'll maybe do something else for a while, or you know, they had to find like education, like Sue offers, you know, the portrait system and all of that, in order to really learn how to run a business what was it what was it like for you coming out of that same I would say uh basically I've graduated with masters from from Academy of Fine Arts in Poland and they gatekeep everything basically so they don't tell you how to run a business or how to be a successful artist anything like that nope so strange I know I know but I think like I've talked with a friend about it and she's like I think it's like a jealousy because they are older than than the students and they don't, in a weird way, they they want you to succeed, but at the same time, they don't want you to be better than them. So when I found Sue on Creative Life, it was so refreshing. Like, oh my God, it was just mind-blowing that somebody can be so open about their story and about how how do you do it? And because it it is a step-by-step thing isn't it yeah and if you just listen it works (laughs) yeah it's interesting I don't know I guess when you when you have an educator like Sue who it's just all about 
wanting her students to be the best and do the best and be the most successful and have the most successful life. And to think that maybe some of these programs that you're spending a lot of money in, you know, that they're not that, oh, it just makes me so sad. makes me so sad. But it changes a little bit now. So not to end like on the, on the very sad note, it does change. Like my generation that starts to teach that it is different now because we know uh, how it is out there and that if somebody is not going to tell you what to do or how to do it, you'll probably spend years banging your head against the walls. Mm-hmm. Totally. So coming, okay, so coming out of school, were you already a photographer? Was that part of your degree? Kind of. Yes and no. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, because I graduated as a glass designer glass designer yes yeah that the the first thing it was a glass design and then in Poland you can do basically like two projects so like an appendix to your master's in totally different thing and I really wanted to do a one from painting I had my painting tutor and everything so I wanted to do like traditional hyper realistic painting but then uh it takes time and I do procrastinate a lot Uh, So you can't really do like 10 hyper-realistic paintings in three months and do other master's degree as well. So me and my tutor thought like, hey, you are already like taking photographs as um, references for your paintings. Why not change the subject and do painterly effects in photography? Oh. Yeah. And I was like, huh, okay. Uh, And it just clicked. At this time, that was it. Uh, I've graduated with glass degree. Like I'm, I'm a glass designer, uh, but I haven't touched glass since 2009 when I graduated. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I drink from glass, but right, uh, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think he did. This person kind of like changed my life and uh, the directory. It's it's going like the direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, okay, so. How how long then after you graduated did you actually start your business? I would say it was because I graduated and instantly like moved to UK. I thought I'm coming over for holidays and coming back, but that didn't happen. So I would say a year, but I always knew I wanted to do like art or arty things. I had a part-time job as a graphic designer and I thought, um, I'll try this. I'll try to, like doing it on my own. And um, I've started doing weddings. And I've done weddings for six years. And I swear to God, I will never do it again, even for the best friend. You and me both. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, no. I had a really nice, like intimate weddings where it wasn't just bride and groom. And I was going like all over Europe with them because it was like the destination weddings. As much as I loved traveling, still too much drama for me. No, no, mm-hmm. never again. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, okay, real quick. Mm-hmm. So I want people to know that, I mean, you've won several categories, like yes. best image in the Portrait Masters Awards and accreditation. I know for sure creative, movement. What I think it was children as well or, or seniors, one of those, yeah. Like your work, when you say fine art, like you aren't kidding. I mean, your work is just mind blowing. Thank you. And you, I just, I want people to hear where are you shooting most of these? Well, 
99% of what I'm shooting is from my living room. Mm-hmm. I shift all the furnitures and I'll just shoot from... And it's not like US living rooms. It's not huge space. Uh, I would say it has roughly three meters by four and about two meter 30 height. I'm sorry, I don't do non-metric system. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, we, can, yeah. we can work that out. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's a small space, uh, but it's enough. I mean, for years I was kind of worried that people will judge me by the space I'm shooting from. But no, they kind of judge me from by the art I'm doing and they are invited into my home so they feel even more special. They get to hang out with the dog and sometimes <laughs> with the family. Like my mom is a chef and she'll pop in and, and, and cook something. So that's that's a, always a bonus. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want people to, you know, I know you're in the process of redoing your website. Yes. But if people go to your Instagram, which is Carolina Skodik Official. Yes. Official. So there's a lot of that. And I do have a YouTube channel. I don't do much on it. I tried. But then I went to university again and I didn't have time, but it will come back one day. Uh, But there is a lot of backstages from there. So we always try to trick the eye of this space being a little bit more than what it is. But yeah, they can, they can kind of see what's happening there. I want people to see what's possible. I mean, you're doing it in your small living room. I mean, there's no excuses that you, I mean, you literally can create what you can create in this small space yeah. I mean, you don't need this big beautiful I mean I would love studio. a big beautiful studio but at the same time it is very limiting uh, because I love my freedom I love the fact that I can just pack my bag and go to Poland or Spain mm-hmm. or anywhere and shoot there like I've, I've got so many like I'm just looking at my Instagram and I've got so many shoots that are even there that were shot from like a hotel room where we just pushed the uh, furniture out of one way to have one white or gray wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I, ju- I just, I kind of love when, I mean, not that I don't wish, you know, everyone to have their dream shooting space or whatever, but I kind of like it when our award-winning photographers are like, yeah, I do this in my bedroom. Yeah, well, some of them, to be honest, some of those photos are from either my bedroom or like the spare room in the house that is mm-hmm. uh, super Stuck tiny. Off. It's like a walk-in closet, but has the most beautiful lights. And there, I don't need even lights or anything. It's just... The wow. Window. Is there a window in there or it's just... Yeah, yeah. There's like one window... Um, but I think it's facing south or something like this. And it's, okay. it, it's just beautiful. Yeah. I just love it. I love it when people really make it work regardless of um, the space. So, yeah. And I think cool. it's, again, it's kind of like the mindset. You yeah. can do it anywhere, like like literally anywhere. I was uh, visiting my grandma last week. And one of my friends who I love to photograph for like the, the most weird, obnoxious projects Basically, I always cover her in glitter from like toes to, to head. <laughs> and we shot it from my grandma's living room where you have like a radiator across the wall. The wall is ugly beige mm-hmm. uh, with the other facing wall is like uh, green screen green. <laughs> so you've got <laughs> the beautiful green cast. 
And some of those photos, I'm like, I think I'm going to submit them uh, this this round because I'm I'm just like, I love it. It's more about the connection with the model and with what you do with your head, like in your head with the camera, than about the studio. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, it's yeah. like it helps when you have stunning backgrounds and all the lights you can imagine. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes it's limiting. I did have few models that uh, were so overwhelmed by my studio lights that I I've ended up just shooting on like the LED film lights because oh, they were no kidding, flinching yeah. every time the the flash went off. So yeah, okay, yeah, I let's do it that. this way. Yeah, that makes sense. It just goes to show again, you don't need all of the fancy gears and the huge studio and yeah. Yeah, it's you that makes the the art, not not the camera or not mm-hmm. the. Of course, it helps, but you know what I mean. Now, with fine art and what you do now, are you just creating to create, to submit to awards and that sort of thing? Or are you making a living doing this? I can finally say I am making a proper living out of it. I found some some galleries that are so interested in it, and it sells. My last show sold out all the prints before they had the opening night, which is amazing. Okay, so you are photographing people. Yes. And then submitting it to galleries and they're showing it and selling it for you? Yes. Well, I mean, I have clients that will come over and commission me to create their portraits in my style. So basically they will be like, oh, uh, you know, paint me like one of your French girls (laughs) kind of situation. Uh, They'll be like, yeah, anything. Uh, I just want an art from you by you and I will sell it as a limited edition print just for them. Uh, So they basically have like one or two large scale portraits from me. They can buy anything else, but to be honest, it's usually an overkill like when they have the the huge art. But uh, I do have the the, the projects that I submit to the galleries and that's they, they sell it's usually where I pick the models. It's basically exactly like what you do if you're working for an award. You just source everything and it has to be like well thought through and planned. And um, a lot of the plans sometimes don't work, but that's also part of the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? All right. So, so your client, like the way that you're making money is through the gallery sales then. Yes, 90% now is from the gallery sales. Uh, it used to be like 60% were private clients' commissions and sometimes it's like me showing other people how to do it. They would come to my house and I will just explain what I do and how I do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's like 90, 80-90% is the gallery sales and we don't do like open prints so it's it's just like four prints per per art if that makes sense <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so it's like few prints per, per per one design or per one art and that's that's it okay so there's a limited number it's not like you yeah can, exactly yeah. yeah all right how does this relationship work with the galleries as far as one how did you get in with them mm-hmm. and two how how are you splitting the profits well now I'm in the process of negotiating with the new gallery in Poland. So the last one that I had was uh, 50-50. It is a hefty split, but it's still worth it, in my opinion. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Most galleries will do like either 40% for them and then 64 for the artist or 50-50. I had one that did 50-50, but at the same time, they knew how big of an investment it is to print and frame them. Uh, Let's say, I think it was like 11 or 12 artworks. So they paid for everything. And uh, from every artwork sold, it is 50-50, but they also take like the production cost, which was good for the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. how do I find them? Uh, the first one, um, it's emails, a lot of them, and 99% of the emails will, like, you, you'll not even hear back from anyone. Uh, sometimes it's like, oh, they will, they'll see you on Instagram and they will actually source you. I have one gallery like that. The one in Poland, I was lucky enough that a girl who I was studying with, um, at the university in Poland got a curator, like a, she became a curator there. So she invited me into one of their auction. I think it started with the auction for the Ukrainian, uh, when the war started. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I donated a few of my works there, and uh, and that's how it started. Like they liked the works, and they thought like, oh, let's do a solo show, and um, yeah. This okay. This sounds to me very much like ne- like networking. You knew yeah. someone who ended up yeah. So if you're out there and you're like, okay, I want to get into a gallery, you're gonna have to start networking people who are part of a gallery in some way or who have some sort yes. of influence or yeah. So basically, like if uh, I I am in Wales. And I always thought it's like the end of the world and nothing happens here. And it is partially true. So I will go to openings in London or like any big cities and, and just basically network there. But it's like the, it's the weird party networking, ne- networking where you do make the introduction of like, oh yeah, I'm an artist, but then you never talk about business or anything yeah. like that. So yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those. <laughs> mhm. That makes sense. Yeah, this is really cool. I mean, do you like as far as setting the pricing, mm-hmm. is it does the gallery set the pricing or do you set the pricing? Well, I I had an idea of the pricing in my head, like just by doing research of what uh, other people are selling the art for. I know it's not the best way of doing it, but that's that's how I think most of us start. But then I had them, how do you call it, uh, priced? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the, the gallery had like a pricing expert and they did a research on me on like where my art was already, uh, how it was shown. The fact that I was exhibited with Rembrandt helped a lot uh, to up the prices this year. Yeah, so they basically kind of like priced up as if you would price the property, I guess, or or any other artwork. They they, they just price it up and uh, run it by you if you're happy with that. Okay. All right. In, if you're not comfortable sharing this, you don't have to, but is there an average sale that you get per print that you know of? I'll have to think. Um, it's not that I'm not, I'm not comfortable with. Uh, I, I'm the worst person to talk about money because I don't remember. <laughs> uh so it's a, the average would be about uh, two, three thousand pounds. Okay, that's great. Yeah, because I it's 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 a weird numbers game because uh, some of the arts are like priced in Polish złotys, 
and they mm. would be like 10,000 Polish zlotys or something like this. And I'm like, what, how much is this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. so it's it, the average would be anything from like two to 3,000, I would say. So you're selling these in a, in a gallery in Poland, not in yes. Wales. No, no, no. Wales, as far as I know, and as far as I, where I'm based, don't really have um, galleries like that. I mean, they, there is galleries, but uh, that's that's quite an interesting thing because you, you have to find galleries that will exhibit your work. Right. And some of the galleries, like if they have just paintings or like proper, not proper, but uh, just like, like fine art, uh, sculptures and prints and things, like, they will not touch photography. We are still kind of like okay. the poor cousin that, it's yeah, the redheaded stepchild. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like we are creeping ourselves in, and I'm looking at some of the sales that that were made from like the big names, and I'm I'm starting to feel very happy that uh, the market is actually growing now. Yeah. yeah. For the record, I love red hair, and I am a stepchild, and I have the best oh. mother in the world. So I, I hate that expression, but you yeah, know, people know it's yeah. Yeah, I I didn't know that the the, the full expressions is kind of like the bastard child. Or it, something. It's so yeah. yeah, it's so I know some of these expressions <laughs> that, yeah. we, that we use. Yeah, no, I'm I'm obsessed with redheads. You can you can probably see from my photos from like, your I'm, work. I'm obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's probably the fact that I'm like blackhead and then love to have redhead ones, but I'm yeah. too afraid of dying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, this is really interesting because it's it's like, wow, I never even, not that I do fine art like what you do, but it never occurred to me that you could reach out to galleries all around the world. I mean, you're doing this from Wales. I mean, granted, you speak Polish, which is helpful, but I mean, it's it's kind of cool. Like you could find a gallery anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And do this. Uh, I had few works uh, shown and sold like in New York without stepping foot there. There is amazing gallery close to Miami. I don't remember. It's like the top of the peninsula. I don't remember the name. Uh, and we did start to talk. I was supposed to come there again and like make the thing happen, but then COVID happened, so I couldn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's... Um, it's there is a lot of work, but it's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Very, very, very cool. I think it's the shift when you stop thinking about your photography as photography and you start thinking about it as art. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you become more confident, I think, in what you're doing. Because then you're talking about art. Not, I know how it sounds like it's not just photography, but most people will be like, oh, it's just photography. Or it's just Photoshop. I'm like, well, here it is. You've got my computer. Just do what I do and we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so it's really interesting to me because I don't know that I personally would purchase someone else's face to hang really, you know, big on my wall or whatever if it wasn't someone, like, in my family. Mm -hmm. Although, like, some of this, like, the the one, the movement, okay, actually, now that I think about it, in my bathroom at home, I have a portrait on the wall that I purchased at a store and you don't necessarily see their face. She's like kind of holding onto her face and she has flowers and there's like gold on it. And so I did, I did purchase a photo yeah. of someone that I don't know. So, but like the movement, the one that you won the category, it's yeah. this, it's just so beautiful. And it's, 
I believe it's a woman. Yeah, it looks like a woman. It is and, a woman, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And but her face is is like moving, and there's this purple light moving all around, purple and white like light moving all around her. Like mm-hmm. I could see that as something. Okay, I guess my where I'm going with this is who is buying your your portraits, and what is kind of the best selling? Is it just of people? Who is buying? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, your, uh, your art you know what I mean? Like, uh, people and you don't know? Uh, most of them, I have no idea who bought it. Uh, I've met four of my clients that, that bought the actual art. And they were just astonished by the art. And like, they, they it's for me, it's, uh, it's quite both humbling and very proud moment. If you meet someone who's like, oh my God, I dreamt of having your piece in my home mm-hmm. and I follow you on Instagram and I just didn't know how to buy it. I'm like, okay. And then they send me photos of my, like my art in their house. And it's like, That's Oh my so God. Cool. Yeah. So I would say a lot of them are women or identifying as women and they would be 40 plus. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think uh, my style of work it's kind of inviting women to invest in art because it's it's kind of like um, what we advertise with the gallery is the actual investment that you can buy it and it will as I'm growing as an artist the art will gain more value over the years mm-hmm. exactly like with the family portrait but uh, in slightly different scenario I would say yeah and then. Like, what prints are your most popular? Is it just of a person that you have styled and just done some really creative things to the portrait and the person? Or what, what's selling the most? The most sell- sold one is the one with the fox. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the redhead with the fox is still one of my best sellers. And there is the same model that has like a pheasant on her head and pearls dripping uh, all over her face. So that sold a lot. I think yep. it was like I think it sold out in the gallery when it comes to the the, the print run. Yeah, I I haven't done uh, because we are doing with the galleries right now. We are doing more of the old masters, Rembrandt, the cabinet of curiosities. Uh, style of uh, of exposition so it's more this kind of old feel art rather than the the movement one Uh, but I'm dying to do some more more of the like I I wouldn't call it modern but more of the experimental ones because the Mm -hmm. movement was done like 90% of it was in camera so yeah (laughs) wow that's amazing absolutely amazing that especially that one that 90% was done in camera wow yeah and that was done in the not even in the studio. It's it's done in the in the spare room. Yeah. Um, it was the, the the break. You know, it's not the second day of Christmas. It's the next day after that. And my mm-hmm. friend came over and we were like, "Hey, I've got the the painting brush. Do you want to have some fun?" <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that was what I was going to ask you. Is as far as well, two things. One, you had mentioned that like sixty percent of your your sales before were coming from commissioned work. Mm-hmm. Is that something you still do where people come in and I do, yeah, but it's um 
because my website was hacked in January this year. Oh, I was wondering why you were why you yeah. didn't have that website. Yeah, and uh, I still haven't got to. Yeah, I've I've lost basically all everything, and uh, it was on on the server. The server got basically hacked, so it was my website, my mom's restaurant website, a oh, lot of damage. God. Yeah, and as I was doing it because I'm I'm kind of like. I know what I'm doing. I want to do it myself kind of person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it again. But then I got so busy. It's it's stuck on the coming up soon. So the coming up soon is the curse because um, most people who would like the commission, they will, they will still contact me on Instagram, but it's less than what it was where the website was up and running. Yeah. That's that's one of the most important things is that website. So people, if you're listening yes. out there, if your website doesn't look good or professional or or, or coming soon, exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. It's definitely a big deal. When you yeah. when you do have people, like how are they finding you? Like people who, you know, I'm just speaking like for people who are fine out art photographers, but they just don't have people knocking at their door. You know, what do you what do you normally do to get people to come in? Interestingly enough, the last half a year, most people that knocked to my door were through TikTok. Oh, interesting. I yeah, I was like, because I, I don't post regularly there. I, I hate kind of the video content because I, I have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I'm shooting this kind of thing, I might sometimes have the, like the not the makeup artist, the assistant. But usually it's just me and the model, even mm-hmm. if it's like the, um, the higher up names, because I, I've shot a few actors and things like that. It's just me and them. It creates this, uh, let's call it magic, where where it's a bit more relaxed. Mm-hmm. And I did have that, like, oh, it's so relaxed. It's not like the huge sets where you have thousands of people and everyone's rushing and everyone's yelling. Right. I've been on those sets and as a neurodivergent person, I mm-hmm. hated it. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, no, I would hate it. No. It would be so yeah, it's like, No. Oh my God, no. Yeah. I basically created something that I would feel comfortable with taking part and I have to be comfortable to create the art. So yeah, it's, it's the both, uh, both ways. Okay. Yeah, so it's TikTok, uh, Instagram, and some of them come from the galleries. The the most interesting one was when I had like an older professor coming up to me saying that she would love to get photographed by me and become oh, the art. Oh, cool. Uh, this is one of your previous. Your yeah, well, it was yeah. Uh, December. Okay, but someone that yeah. taught you, like you were their student. No, no, no. It's uh, oh. She just found my work. Oh, got it. And okay. uh, I smiled a lot because uh, she said like, oh, I was preparing a lecture for my students and your work popped up, but she teaches uh, biology or something like this. So uh, I was like, oh, got okay. It. Uh, but it was wow. at the same time where uh, like a Polish TV station runs a documentary, like a short mm-hmm. uh, short thing about, about me in the breakfast TV. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, you were just watching the... Good morning, Poland, or something like this. Yeah, yeah, but okay, I'll run with the story of, uh, yes, you were just researching. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, I think like the PR and and showing up in like local news or 
or TV stations, it's it's super important, especially if you want to get to be more known. I is, think. is that so? You have done obviously. You've done that. Do you contact the station and say I'm I'm doing this? And uh, well, with this station, it's uh, it's quite interesting because I I have no idea if I've contacted them or they found me because it was just after I had the exhibition with Rembrandt. Okay. Um, so there was a lot of things happening, but I do send a lot of emails and sometimes I send it as my agent. <laughs> yeah. Th- um, yeah. That makes see. I love this yeah. strategy. Carolina. Yeah. It's kind of so like, smart. I, I've talked with so many people and they were like, yeah, if you send it, it feels desperate. So send it as your agent. I'm like, Huh, okay. And it does, funny. it does, it does so work. Funny. <laughs> I would rather, when someone reaches out to us to be on the portrait system, I would rather it come from them. I know. I would personally, like, I want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from your agent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So funny. I don't know. I don't know. It, but I guess I'm not looking for, like, the high end, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. I just, like, real people with real yeah. stories. And our team likes you know, that's what we are drawn to. I, so I guess maybe, maybe if I was looking for like this, you know, high end, high, you know, top of the line artwork or whatever, then I would think coming from, yeah, that makes sense. Coming from an agent. Yeah. But I found, I, I always find it hilarious that sometimes I'll send an email and they, they will come back to me, uh, to me. But most of the times if I send it from the second email, it, it, it has more reply rate. Mm-hmm. So I think it is playing on the high end thing. But you are not just sitting back waiting to be discovered. I mean, no. really, that's what it comes down no, to. You're it's putting yourself job. out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a full time job to uh, send emails, uh, reach out to people, the social media game with like mm-hmm. followers and uh, just even commenting on other galleries pages sometimes works and things mm-hmm. like that and then competitions because that's that's also very important in, in this this kind of area where the more badges or art like the the more gold or whatever it gets basically the more things your art wins the higher the price will be okay so the more so the more awarded yes thank you <laughs> yeah the more yeah, the more awarded the artwork is, or the okay. more places oh. it's been exhibited, it will have higher market value. So awarded as in, like, if you were to enter to, like, WPPI and win yeah. silver or the Portrait Masters Awards and Accreditation. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they, they do like that. And um, sometimes I laugh because I don't really care that much about the awards mm-hmm. i enter because like i'm proud of my art and um it's it's great to see how other people th- feel about it right it's still very personal like one person might like it and the other will be like oh well it's nothing that it's, it's nothing <laughs> uh, but people who will look at your art for collecting they will look uh, for something that is probably like either won awards or was shown yeah. on, on a few shows and things like that. Well, and, and again, people listening, like if you have some work that you have never entered, go for it. I mean, even if it's a bronze, like bronze is great. I'm, I'm, I didn't yeah. mean to be like, even if it's just a bronze, but it's not like, like, gosh, if this is something you're considering, wow, that's, 
an extra really great way to get some credibility. If yeah, you're I at mean, trying to sell. Yeah. The amount of bronzes I get for things I think they are like, oh, this is extraordinary. It will win everything. And then you, you get like high bronze. Well, you know, it's like it, it makes you think what to do better and why it did it. And then when you have the feedback, it's even better because then you you can see things that you haven't seen before. Right. And I remember Richard doing like the the, the video of a uh, few of the things that people submitted, mm-hmm. like the critiques. Yep. And I've sent two uh, and they were talked about. And I was like, oh my God, I haven't noticed that little white crease on the backdrop. And, and now... I can't see anything else on that photo. <laughs> yes, I, hate that. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's why it's so even someone at your skill and your level to get that feedback is still so important. And I yeah. cannot express this enough, whether you're just starting or you're a veteran at this, even just submitting to get that feedback yeah. is so worth it. You know, spend the 20 bucks, the 25 bucks, and just really it's priceless. It, it is, really is. Yeah, yeah. and uh, there is few. Well, I don't think WPPI is doing the awards anymore. I mean, they, right. they no, not the right print. now. Yeah, they're, they're on hold. But they, but they used to, yeah, but they used to have the um, the feedback as well. Live judging. Yeah, but even with the half yearly ones. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, you, you were get, getting some of the feedback, and I was like, this is amazing. Yeah for the portrait masters, we didn't do it one round and everyone was like, where is the feedback? <laughs> and so, cause it's, it does, it's, it's a lot of, um, a lot of time yeah. and brain power and energy and effort. Yeah, and we I wanted think- to make sure that, you know, people really wanted it. And <laughs> when we took it away, like we were like, Oh God. Yeah. They definitely wanted. And yeah. I think it's, um, what all those years have taught me is, uh, and the, the time at the art university, because they are ruthless there. You have to be humble, hide your ego in the pocket, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just uh, you know, like stand there with an open heart because nobody wants to harm you. They want you to grow, mm-hmm. and the feedback you are getting it might stink a little bit. Mm-hmm. You might not agree with it at first, but uh, there is always something in it. And uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's, it's just you know, like getting out of your own way, I guess. Mm-hmm. I do two photo Tuesday, I call it in my Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And if I've said this a million times on the podcast, I'm sorry, people listen, <laughs> it be a broken record, but sometimes we have new listeners who are listening for the first time. So most Tuesdays, sometimes I take a Tuesday off because I'm with my family that day or I'm on vacation or like I'll be in New Zealand next week. So amazing. <laughs> I don't always do it on Tuesdays, but I love it. And so people can post two photos every Tuesday and I go through and critique each one and then other group members are can hop on if they want and give feedback or whatever. That's amazing. And yeah, and and often the same people will po- will do every week and I love it cuz they're like so willing to just grow. Yeah. And you know, obviously I'm one person who has one opinion, which is why and I'm one of the judges for the Portrait Masters and we do have five different judges from different parts of the world with different backgrounds and expertise who critique each photo. So you're getting the average score of five different opinions when yeah. you you know, submit, which is amazing. But in my group, it's just me and they know that I'm the one giving the feedback and people might agree with it or not. But it really is 
a great way. And also for group members, other people, to, you can go through that thread. I have one thread every mm-hmm. Tuesday and it's all in the comments and they can go through and read the different critiques because it's helpful to learn from looking at other people's work and yeah. other people's critiques. So yeah, that's it. I think it's, um, it's the most valuable thing you can get. Yeah. 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 And, and we actually are in this timing of this interview was really great because we have awards open right now. The, it's open for, let's see, this comes out on August 7th. Mm-hmm. So there's three more days. It closes August 10th this round, and then it won't be back again until January. But we are announcing the winners at live at the Portrait Masters Conference in September. So that's always really fun, too. Like, if you're going to the conference and you get in the top 20 in one of the categories, you get to hear yourself, you know, see your image. Well, at you, the can, you can try a little. <laughs> it's yes. And it's just so much fun and it's so rewarding. And, and not, even if you're not trying to get in the top 20, it's not even, yeah, you know, it's not even about that. It's, it's just, I mean, it is, you know, it's fun. Well, so, so many people, it is about the top 20, isn't it? But even just getting a silver that it's not in the top 20, it's amazing. It's just, oh my gosh, even, yeah. well, even for people, I mean, I feel like for you, you've gotten so many higher awards, but for people who are like, I always say, if you're not sure if you have professional standard work, because we always say you have to have amazing customer service, you have to have professional standard work, and you have to make connections with people. You know, your marketing has to be on point, and or at least you know some sort of marketing. Mm-hmm. But if you if you aren't sure if your work is professional standard, entering something like the awards and accreditation can tell you whether or not it's professional standard. So, you know, 70 to 74 is a bronze professional standard. Once you hit 75, that's when it's bronze with distinction and it goes up from there. You know, 80 is a silver. So, but getting that, even if you're just getting in that 70 to 74 range, you're still, like the judges are telling you, five different judges from around the world with, you know, amazing backgrounds or whatever are, are telling you, yes, this is professional standard. And if you're getting 67, 68, 69s, you've got some work to do. Yeah. And I've been with the awards since the beginning, since the first one. Mm-hmm. And the level and the quality of work has changed so much. It's mm-hmm. like, it used to be a fun competition to enter. Now it's, it's game on. it's kind of like who's going to win this time (laughs) yeah but that's that is for people who have the mindset of i want in top 20 i want to win category like when you are just entering your work whether it's your client work like i have entered back you know a while ago i used to enter because i obviously don't judge my own photos and when the Mm -hmm. judges see my they don't know that we don't know whose work we're judging. Yeah. We have no idea whose work we're judging. So when the judges were critiquing my work, they weren't like going it easy on me because I'm, you know, one of the mm-hmm. judges or whatever. And I did get a couple 69s back then. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but it helped me to learn and grow. And I have gotten, I have five silvers, which to me is, I'm very proud of because, you know, whatever. But the point is, is that even if you're not going for that top 20 or whatever, if you just want to get some good feedback and you want to see if your professional standard work, that doesn't need to be like the whole game on thing. Like, yes, there is that portion of it when you're like, I want top 20. But if you're just kind of like, I just want to, you know, anyways, it's just great all around. Yeah. I think it's also like you are in competition with the best. 
like some people that I see are like mind blowing and I understand some of the frustration of people when they are like, oh, I got the bronze or I got this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it because sometimes I get the same feeling when I'm like so confident about my work and it gets silver. And I was like, oh, why it's not gold? <laughs> it, it is the same feeling. I think uh-huh. we all have totally. it. It's, yep. Yep. it's exactly the same. Uh after that, you know, you 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 get the emotions like calmed, and you step back and like, oh, okay, maybe I can work on this and this and this. But yeah, it's uh, I guess our work and art, and even if it's a client work, it's it's still part of us. So we will get like emotional about it mm-hmm. and protective about it, and mm-hmm. um, it might be scary to enter, but yeah, it's so worth it. Yeah, definitely. Well, this has been really great. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. This is fantastic. Thank you. I yeah. love it. I've never interviewed someone who solely makes their money off of the gallery selling their images for them. Yeah, it's, it's a different. <laughs> it's it's a it's a very very difficult thing. Don't get me wrong. It's not all unicorns and rainbows. Right, right. Yeah, uh, but when you get it, it's 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 hard work, and it's basically I think it's exactly us difficult to market as it is with the portraits or even more because uh as you said like who's going to get a photo that is a print of someone who is not your family or friend or Mm -hmm. or you Mm -hmm. um in uk i still when i used to do portraits i still got like the objections of oh but it's my face i'm not going to hang it on the wall i'm not like this uh, egocentric person Mm-hmm. And I looked at them like, hey, I've got my face on my wall because I love that portrait that somebody did for, of me. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked amazing on, on it and I like to f- look at it and remember how I felt that day. And it's it's super important what all of us are doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I still have a couple questions that I always mm-hmm. ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? Uh, my camera. <laughs> <laughs> what do you shoot uh, with? Uh, I shoot with Canon 5D Mark IV. I think. Okay, so I had that yeah, camera. It's the last. Yeah, yeah, it's the last of the Canon 5Ds. So I think mm-hmm. it's the fourth. Yeah, Canon. Cool. What, what's your favorite lens? Well, it depends. Uh, if I travel, it's the um, the little zoom twenty four to hundred L lens from Canon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If I'm in the studio and have a bit more freedom because it's I'm not limited by space or spa- luggage space, <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got the Canon one hundred, uh, which has beautiful like one point something. I don't remember. I'm not great with technicalities. Uh, and then it's, uh, but I think that my go-to is the 24 or 25 to 100 or 105. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's the kit lens, right? Uh, it's an, well, I, I bought it with the kit, but it's the L1. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Just the, the L. Yeah. It's something, fantastic. Something. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? I spend it with my family. And also I kind of, my brain always works. So if I'm not working in front of my computer, I'll draw or I will just write down all the ideas I have. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, this machine doesn't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's easier because I don't have uh, kids. 
I only have mm-hmm. a dog that I will have to like will walk miles, but uh, I can still just talk to myself and be a weird lady in the forest that talks to myself. <laughs> like, oh my god, I've got this idea, so I have to like record a weird it. Weird lady or, in the yeah. forest. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's Wales. It. We have a lot of forests. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three is what is a photography product that you highly recommend? Oh. My latest one is the light brush. Light brush? Mm-hmm. It's, oh. uh, it's like a little brush that you put on your lighter. You know, it's the, the brush that you put on your light. Light flat. Yeah. Light brush. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Like, I just want to make sure I know what, what it is. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a physical it's brush. Like a, Yes, it's basically a fiber optic brush that goes on top of your flashlight. There you go. Oh, That's okay. the word I was missing. Is it and your constant light or on a stroke? Yes, on a str- yeah. On yeah, yeah. So basically you create what I've done with movement. That's what yeah, you Yeah, that purple one. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. Got it. Uh, okay. Yeah. And they do Very come good. in different colors, and but you can also like kind of hack it and just uh, put a little bit of a gel on on the top of the flash, flashlight, and you'll have the color. Okay. Uh, so that that's one, and the second one is the the huge Octabox that I've bought from Amazon. That I have no idea what's the brand, but it's, it's just <laughs> awesome. doing its work. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Number four is what would you tell people who are just starting out? Just don't give up. Be confident. Um, work on your craft, whatever you're doing. If you're doing photography, then, then learn how to do it. And I guess uh, if you feel ready, just seek a mentor as well because mm. they do help. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you. And I know you did your um, Instagram handle earlier. And, and I know, you know, obviously your, your website's coming soon, but is there anywhere else people could, like, what's your TikTok ha- handle? TikTok is at Carola Skorek. And I think if you just search on YouTube uh, for my name and last name, I will come up. There are two accounts. Both of, are mine, but one is in Polish. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you again. This thank has you. been really great. Are you going to yeah, enter this round? I am going to enter this round. I'm still waiting to think if the things that I've already have shot are the, the things that I've done or I'm still editing. So I'm the last momenter uh, when it comes to like entering. But this round was a little bit more difficult because I've decided to do my um, like laser correction, the ice, ice laser collection. How do you call it? Laser la- <laughs> Say it one more time. Uh, laser eye correction, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. yeah, LASIK. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so I've done that um, oh, wow. four weeks ago. I'm getting there. Uh, so yeah, but if I if I look at the computer too for too long, it's it's still getting like blurry and stuff. Oh, so yeah, that's might hard. be yeah. Mm-hmm. That's uh, so I might just submit whatever I've got uh, and not strain it too much. Got it. And left the the new ones for like leave the new ones for for January. <laughs> There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I'll see you online soon and hopefully we'll meet in person one day. And yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, Now that, you know, like the whole world is up and running again, I can Mm -hmm. travel. I can travel to your beautiful land of US. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. You let me know if you do. I will. I will. Thank you so much. All right. You take care. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com.